0: Alright, for this episode we'll be talking about Hawkwind's Space Ritual. In the room I have Adam, Ben, and John. You are
1: welcome.
0: Space Ritual is a live (laughs) double album recorded on December 1972 at Liverpool Stadium in Brixton, Sundown, London by the UK rock band Hawkwind. It is their fourth album. It was released on 11th of May 1973 and the producer was the band Hawkwind. Genre is space rock, psychedelic rock, progressive rock, proto punk, and hard rock. And from All Music Review, Willie Neaton, Space Ritual is an excellent document of Hawkwind's classic lineup, underscoring the group's status as space rock pioneers. As the quintessential, quote, people's band, Hawkwind carried 60s counter culture, idealism into the 1970s, gigging constantly, playing whenever there was an audience, and even playing for free on five consecutive days outside the 1970 Isle of Wight Festival. The band's multimedia performances were the perfect accompaniment for exploring inner space and imagining outer space. While not concerned with rock's material trappings, Hawkwind were ironically among the hardest working groups in Britain, averaging one show every three days during the year preceding these recordings. Given all that practice, it's not surprising that the performances collected here are incredibly tight. Incorporating most of the Dora Faso Latido, the show for Space Space Ritual Tour was conceived of as a space rock opera. Its blend of sci-fi electronics, mesmerizing sci-fi grooves, and heady earth-bound jamming punctuated with spoken word interludes from astral poet Bob Calvert. Although his intergalactic musings date the album coming across now as Camp Futurism, they still provide fitting atmospheric preambles to Hawkwind's astounding, mind-warping sounds. A 1973 advertisement described Space Ritual as 88 minutes of brain damage. That characterism <laughs> still holds true. All right, what do we think of Space Ritual by Hawkwind?
2: Man, when, when you were listing the genres, I'm surprised you didn't say stoner metal or at least stoner rock.
3: Yeah, it's definitely that's like the current thing that's been big for
0: a while that I think I would argue that Stoner Metal Stoner Rock has more grooves. This has or or riffs. This there doesn't
1: have riffs. The bass is say. riffing. The bass is riffing, but it's not chunky set riffs no. like you'd hear in the Sword or something. What would yeah. you call Red
3: Fang? Cuz I would call that Stoner Rock. And I feel like I hear Red Fang. I this. hear a lot of Red Fang. Interesting. Yeah. Just okay. like I'm just trying to think about it. Like
1: what Cause do Because like, Red I'm, Fang's more driving than
2: than a sword. And I'm like, side four. Like, sword uh, is more the, the third track to the end. Time we left this world today. I was getting heavy stoner metal vibes from that one.
0: Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, but I think this has a lot more driving and a lot more overlapping of ideas instead of that. I feel like when it, when you hear When you say like stoner rock or something like that, it means more like it's a groove-based thing slowed down. They're they're pretty fast. I'm on the tempo. More like sludge though, but uh, I
3: mean uh, like
1: like warp riders. Yeah, yeah. But you could say there's definitely elements like I'd have to agree with Ben. I even wrote like on my notes heavy uh, on side four. There's a song "Time We Left This World Today" that felt very like
2: that was one I said. Yeah, that
1: that felt very like. Protostoner, yeah, don't get me I mean, wrong. I still they think they probably it's were still overlapping. Oh, yeah, oh,
2: I, I guarantee, I mean.
0: oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: first thoughts, um, I, I've had this record for like maybe maybe like 10 12 years. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've um, I can't remember who got me into it, but like I've been listening to this for a long time. It's one of those records that like I've probably listened to it like 40 50 times, but like. It has never really jumped out or grown. Like the first listen that I had of it felt almost identical to the listen I did for this show. Interesting. And I think that's kind of interesting with me. And like it's, 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 I would put it into my category that I call vibe music, which is that if, if this is like the, mood that you're in like and it's on in the background like it's gonna do what it's gonna do but I do remember like having it on at like parties and like being like having that moment like oh it's time to change this record off because it's (laughs) so long and it is long and I have to say like listening to it this time I listened for maybe like an hour and then I actually checked to see like how much is left it's so weird because it's like, I, I like this record because I think it's really creative and exploratory and early in a lot of the sounds that it's doing. But I also think like, damn, that is a long record. The songs are just... The songs are just like a 20-minute song. Like It's yeah. too long for me. Yes. Yeah. I, I, at
2: no point do I dislike what's happening. Yeah. But I think I do. I think it would have been more effective. Is it if, when he's like... Bring all the bodies to no. orgasm simultaneously. No, that, no, those no. are the parts
1: I like most. Oh, no, those are fine. <laughs> use your wheels. That's what they're for. If you do not have wheels, use your metal arms. It really <laughs> reminds
3: me of that old British show, The Prisoner. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. that
1: mixed with like Logan's Run, Germaine from <laughs> Flight of the Conchords. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Greatly influenced by. You Hawk are Wayne.
1: welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of they like got that Dalek voice. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's Doctor very, Who. It's very yeah. British sci-fi. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: it's Coming from like like that 50s, like old campy sci fi world. I don't and know like if he was trying to that be campy. Barbarella filter. He was serious. He
0: was serious
1: about yeah, 70s. He wanted space. to be a
0: serious uh, writer and poet.
1: Well, and there's another guy who does like, uh, but, like I mean, th- The th- Black Corridor, is read by Michael Moorcock. Uh, Moorcock. Mm-hmm. Uh, also who also wrote some of that. Yeah, who's done yeah. like some legit sci fi. Like, he's, cool. he's a author.
2: A sci fi author.
1: Yeah. But it does
2: sound a lot like Jermaine Clement doing a robot. <laughs> I need like half of this album. I, I need... <sighs> I either need all the songs to be less, or I need them to cut some songs. <laughs> yeah. I need more... I feel like they are...
0: They're reaching out, but they're not reaching into this like... Into like a potential. I don't know if it's the limitations of of them as a band. Maybe the
3: drugs. Direction.
2: Well, then, something but to they, consider that
3: I don't think anybody was reeling anybody else in. I'm going to put it that but way. There's
2: such a a, a, a really a visual aspect to their absolutely. products that we are missing. Yeah, right, like, right. There's a whole angle that we're just not getting.
0: Right, and that's the band. I mean, that is. I think when people think back of this band, it's really the the perception of the band. It's the idea a, of the a band. whole big
2: light show. There was stagecraft. There was they brought there oh, was Lemmy. There was Lemmy, there was yeah. nude interpretive dancers and body paint. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a big show. Yeah. You know, like.
0: And everyone's on LSD, by the way.
1: Right. I mean, if you're going like, to carry forward the psychedelics, you know, carry them all the way forward. And that's a huge visual component. And so that's, I, I was going to say, I feel like this is an, an album where it's like, we're hearing where we should have been. Yes. You know, like. Right. You can't be what you're hearing. I bet <laughs> this show was A blast. (laughs) Yeah. So that that's another thing
3: is like speaking of what you're hearing, like when I first heard the like somehow I had missed like the idea of like psychedelic as meaning the stuff that was like the San Francisco psychedelic scene. Like I didn't catch that till I was in my early 20s. But it's like this was what I was picturing when somebody said the word psychedelic, because this is crazy and out there, and this is like it's adventurous in a really weird way. I wasn't picturing like sort of folk, you know, <laughs> it's like, this is psychedelic music. Yeah, right. This is music played by people on drugs, like, and, and by people who are like reaching into a weird, I mean, maybe they're not always achieving what a, a more organized uh, group could have done, yeah. but they're definitely exploring what happens when you play like energetic music on drugs. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean,
2: I do appreciate the energy, and you know, unlike most of the psychedelically influenced music that we trudge through, this stuff drives. Yeah, yeah, it does have a driving beat. That is one thing that like it's it's the songs are long, but the rhythm section just keeps it going.
0: Yeah, of course but, you got Lemmy, but at the same time, I I mean, don't get me wrong, I do I do find a lot of value in this, but there were definitely times it was almost you know three-fourths the way through a song and you're like great you they continue to the the even though it's driving even though the bass is chunking and the drummer is playing it's like where are you going this the the that's the
2: part where you watch the interpretive dance. exactly
0: exactly that's the part where you are literally on drugs and you don't mind that the guitar player has just been playing the same root solo for the past, you know, five minutes or whatever. Right, because there's a
1: six foot because, two naked lady dancing around with yeah, body paint and yeah. everyone's wearing pseudo-Egyptian garb and right. there's a guy uh, like the art direction is by a guy who ended up doing the video for Ghost Town f- yeah. by the specials Like, and nice. there's lights by people who later worked with Katy Perry like
2: yeah. The lighting director's name is Liquid Len yeah. right. and the art design was Barney Bubble yep. <laughs> That's a show
1: There are no other Lemmys, but it's Lemmy Kilmeister yeah. is on the base who later went on to do Motorhead, of course. Which yep. I think Motorhead is a song by Hawkwind.
0: Oh, yeah,
3: yeah,
2: he and wrote like, it, and, yeah, yeah.
3: I don't Love see it. any U.S. states, but uh,
2: yeah, I so nowhere nearby then.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it's all, England. but I mean, for our European listeners, oh, yeah, yeah. go out yeah. and see Hawkwind. Yeah. Still, I mean,
3: the 50th anniversary tour is pretty that's crazy, wild. that's amazing, that's wild, yeah. Especially for guys who are on LSD Deal all the
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just note. There are some times when this album gets too goofy for me. Uh, the song, track 10 on uh, side two, Upside Down. Yeah. I mean, it, it, sound, it sounds just like a Spinal Tap song to me. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I have wondered, actually, while listening to this, if there that, that, that would ever have influenced. Oh, they must have
1: influenced Spinal yeah. Tap. Like. Yeah. I kind of. So, on on the one side of the scale, you get. Spinal Tap, and on the other side of the scale, you say, okay, well, here's some bass that goes into, you know, eventually Motorhead, <laughs> Blue Oyster Cult, uh, you know, which are kind of contemporaries of these guys, but you see, like, that musical overlap.
0: Yeah, Stooges, too. Stooges,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, morphine, even a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. some interesting yeah. horn work.
3: It's such a weird group because it's, like, it doesn't pretend to be anything other than it is. And what it is is a little all over the place, but... I think it's just one of those things where it's like I enjoy it because it's it feels authentic in that like they're just doing they have an idea, they're pushing it, and they're they're making it work, but it also at times just feels like unfinished. Um it feels like really close.
2: I'd like to hear a studio album of theirs. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot cleaner. I mean it they still have long songs, but it's not maybe drawn out as much as these but this is this is really the i mean this is kind of the show though this this album came out too right after what was it silver machine had mm. had hit the charts and mm. it went to number nine and they were like what do we even do with the like with fame <laughs> They were because you know they were just like a collective of people just Making all this ruckus and didn't even care about the money and just were playing shows and freaking people out and, you know, taking drugs. And it's like, oh, we're on top of the pops now. (laughs) What are we supposed to do? And so, so after Silver Machine, that's when Space Ritual, they were like, okay, we have. this money, we're gonna buy these speakers. We're gonna get this light show. We're gonna, you know, we'll pay all everyone in the band. We're, you know, like we're gonna do it right. And we
1: will pay everyone in the band. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that to your famous. Yeah.
0: You. And then that's that's where this whole show comes from, and I think that's why this is like the album because yeah. it represents that culmination of we we made it in a certain way, and now we can actually do do these things.
1: Adam was just showing a picture of uh, Stacia I think, yeah Lady St- Stacia or Stacia I don't know just really cool uh, makeup St- and they called her Stacia Stacia mm-hmm. yeah and she's uh, a dancer that found her way to the band and stayed with them for I think a, a fairly long period of time as a sort of a mainstay and there's a million photos of her yeah yeah, she, a lot of them have been... oh, one of those just came up
2: yeah that, is it that one
1: No, nope. <laughs> yeah. but there's a lot of face paint and I mean with a band named Hawkwind and them talking about Spacefaring and stuff. There's a lot of like, kind of almost kabuki esque makeup. And, yeah, it's really uh, theatrical.
0: Yeah, Lemmy in the band talked about That's her cool. and said, you know, they she showed up one night. She got on stage and danced, and they were like, "This is pretty cool." And then I think they said she went with them, slept with Dell, and then she was in the band like three days later or something like that. And they're like, "Oh, she's
3: she's cool. She she's was cool, very very like." Collect- very uh confident, like all the photos
0: of her. She oh just yeah, like, that's like, awesome. Yeah, like, yeah, just, like
3: really, like like yeah. a star. You know, you see, she's six
1: two.
0: <laughs> yeah, six two. Very intimidating. How
1: cool is that? Yeah, yeah. Like, kicked out of ballet for being too big. Yeah, uh-huh. um, like.
0: But I think she also was like a spirit guide to some of the people in uh-huh. the audience. She would like if people were too messed up, she would um uh-huh. shepherd them away. Uh, she was tri- like attacked a couple times, but. It w- it was cool to read about her as not just like, oh, she's that chick. Right,
1: she's not a boss who, tone. Yeah she's, like, yeah. she's a real person who like played a huge part in the band.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. It really like <laughs> brought something interesting to the band other than other than just being like, Oh yeah, she just like hangs around and she just like jumps around or whatever. Yeah. Kinda yeah. I like I like when people have those uh hanger honors. they're more of like, oh, I'm an active part of the band and I will do these things. Like Jerome
1: in Morris Day and the Time. Yeah, absolutely. Right, he's a vital element. He's vital. (laughs) I mean, because Morris Day doing those dances alone looks dumb, but when you have a valet (laughs) also making a oak tree with you, it looks cool.
2: (laughs) You gotta make the oak tree. Gotta
1: make the oak tree. Yeah. But Uh, yeah, I think that's part of my sentiment on this album is I'm missing that visual visual element.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's... I think that's the biggest uh, loss that we have about this album. If we were to purely just put it on, we could, we would, we just don't get that element. Did
2: they ever make a concert film?
0: They should have. They have. They have concert films. Yeah. Um, it's not. I don't think it's like released because it's literal film. I, I don't. I don't think so. But I do know that. I mean, there's live footage and everything. Cool. That you can see. I read a a review by what's that it's called backseat mafia but it says space ritual as a whole is loud messy simultaneously pretentious and gloriously dumb
2: and it stands <laughs> as
0: a monument to making prog rock that potential most dull of all genres s- uh, sound utterly thrilling yet one of the most disorienting creative tasks possible I that was pretty good yeah. like it it is like pretentious but at the same time it's like not the same sort of pretentious as like yes and rush and those other like proggy bands it's just doing the damn thing yeah, yeah it mm-hmm. feels
1: less proggy to me and more like rock psychedelic but it does have a lot of that electronic and it doesn't psych- have the, the
2: mathy time signatures that i associate but with prog. i get
0: yeah but prog does mean progressive rock yeah. and so i mean they're stretch they are stretching rock in a certain way I mean, I thought a lot of it, too, the overlap of instruments where, I mean, (laughs) doing the research, a lot of the bands were on different drugs, and that was a big hindrance in the band. Obviously, Lemmy is a a motorhead, a speedhead, and the other band members are on LSD. (laughs) Just
2: think about that. that that Lemmy being on speed is probably what got the shit done. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have they all been on LSD? They would not have had that. Right. That. So you probably have a sanctuary rhythm, of the driving a rhythm, rhythm section,
1: section that yeah. is on speed. I think that's literally. It. I think yeah. that the drummer was like, "Well, we need a bassist who likes speed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like and and they knew Lemmy yeah, and they're, they're like, like,
2: "Well, you ray." Right. <laughs>
1: you <laughs> 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 they
3: they, they, uh, they start calling him the Killmeister because he was killing their buzz. <laughs> no. Thing. <laughs> no. no. Uh. No. He was bringing it up. I think it's such an odd. When I found out that he was in this band, I was like, "I, I get it," and I don't. But then, like, you hear about his influences, and it's like he loved the Beatles. Like, oh, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's like there are there are all these um, interesting like he like influences on on musicians that you don't always expect. And I think it's cool that he you know managed to do very different style of music than he ultimately became famous for.
0: I think I know some to go. I would like to hear it. I don't. Know. Uh. Okay. So they were touring America on. I think it was this tour. It was either this tour or the next one. They left him. Yep. <laughs> uh, because he had passed out in a house, but apparently, like they ser- they were like looking in that. He says they just left him. Uh. They say that they searched for him and he was in some corner, or something that they couldn't find him. So they left him at the show. They went. They were touring around. He had to hitchhike in Michigan while on LSD. Uh, So he got picked up by... He said it was so many different weird people that picked him up uh, and got propped by like uh, a truck driver and all sorts of stuff. He ended up... He went to the show. He went down to the show, and I think he opened the door, and it was like a convention of like police officers or something. And so he basically got arrested on the spot... And he was in jail for like two days. He flew out to by then they were in California or someplace, and then the he played the show that night and then got fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then according
3: to his biography, he then went home while they continued touring and f- had sex with their wives. <laughs> like, seriously, that's like that's in his biography because I was reading this article and he's like I he's like. I did it f- with complete malice in my heart. I went to their houses. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like, wow, guy, you get some bad blood.
2: Is that what that
1: Taylor Swift song is about? Yes. Ah. Yeah.
2: I always wondered. Was it Lemmy that said about Motorhead? We want to be the kind of band that when we move in, move in next to your lawn dies. <laughs> I hope so. It's something like that.
0: It's a
3: great quote.
2: Uh yeah,
0: what do we what do we think? What do you think, Adam?
3: I,
2: I'm like I'm like a, I'm
3: like a neutral plus because I like I can't give my full focus to it. When I focus on it too much, it's boring. When I put it in the background, I like it for a while. I think it it's like I I think it's my other question is or my other way of answering is, do I think it should be in the book? Yes. Because I do think that it is interesting and different and ex- explores what it's like to be a bunch of crazy people playing, like, space music on drugs. Mm. Like, yeah, that's – it's worth listening to, for sure. Um, I would definitely – if anybody was like, oh, have you ever heard this? I, I would say, yeah, you should check it out. Um, but it's not the thing – even though I've, I've given it a lot of lessons, it just never stuck with me in the mm. way that um, – my favorite stuff does. Um, but I think it's a cool record and I think it's worth checking out.
2: Hmm. I I agree with just about everything Adam said. Like, you know, while we've been talking uh, about this, like this last, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, I've been really enjoying listening to it. But that's because I like the first two songs. And that's as far as we are. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. Like I, I put stars by the ones I like. And uh like there's a minute 45 intro. And then Born to Go, and then Down Through the Night, and I like both those songs, and and here we are still on Down Through the Night, but I just know that it's gonna it's gonna lag on me. Yeah. yeah, you know,
3: like I could not sit through an entire like hour and a half concert of this unless I was just like so messed up and like and was like you know hanging
0: out with friends and
2: like and there was talking really the cool time. stuff to look at on stage. Even even like, that, I like, think I could do the concert. I just,
0: I, I just think that like. I don't know if I could though, because Lemmy says that sometimes they play for like three hours. Yeah, oh, that's No, no. I, a, I,
2: I want an eighty-eight minute concert. Oh,
0: okay. You're saying this concert?
2: I want to see this concert. I could do this. I could do this concert. I could yeah, do, I concert. do
0: that, yeah. but like, but I mean, like, I just, yeah,
3: I think it's an interesting, it's an interesting band that like, it's not for everybody, and it's not,
0: you know. I do have to, I do have to correct that though, because they did cut out. Two two of these songs they cut
1: down.
2: Not on Spotify because
1: they were long. <laughs> okay, okay <laughs> well, fair enough. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so I, I listened to the whole thing. I know, you got right. one hundred
1: and thirty minutes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. but, oh, is that the Spotify one's one hundred thirty?
2: Is no, no. It's not that much longer. Because so. well, if you well, listen to I, the whole batch,
3: because I listened to the whole spot of it, there's two I was just songs like, that Monican. they cut down.
2: They cut down a total of like eight minutes. So. Yeah, yeah. Brainstorm.
1: It, they cut down a bit, and then that something
2: was long else. already, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a neutral. Okay. Like,
1: okay. I think I don't know. Everybody's probably in the same ballpark. Like I think when so, you're listening yeah. to an album, I usually say, okay, which of these songs are ones that I would listen to again? There's not a single song that I would put on and be like, this is a banger.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. That being said. There's a lot of really cool stuff going on in various parts. And I loved Spinal Tap and, <laughs> and I loved Flight of the Conchords. Uh, so for the camp and for the occasional, like, really cool, you know, riff or interplay between, like, electronic uh, whistles and bleeps and bloops and drums, um, you know, like on Master of the Universe, um, you know, there's things to listen for. But I wouldn't listen to it again. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think, I think I'm on the same... I'm on the same boat. It's 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 too long for... 94
3: minutes on the, Spotify, yeah. by the
0: way, sorry. It's too long for this sort of drawn-out songs. Like, they start, and it's great, and you're like, yeah, awesome. And then by the, like, eight-minute mark, you're like, okay, the guitar is repeating... What is, is, and then it like, it finishes out and it just feels like they stretch out songs that don't need to be stretched out. They're already good songs. So why are they, but I think part of that was just like they're drawn out. They're getting into their, they're trying to, trying to create music while they're playing is one of the sort of like ideas of the band. But it just doesn't fully work for me because I, I don't have that focus of, sitting just staring for 80 minutes or whatever plus i'm not seeing i'm not even seeing the visuals right for this Hmm. um very cool and i think i think the reason too they get you know a lot of praise is because people have the idea of this band and the idea of the band is amazing so good i mean they're unlike the other hippie scene they are the you know kind of what the uh, like love was doing they're or the whatever. wild men they're, they're the <laughs> the dark side of psychedelic yeah. and stuff that's
3: why like i want to give it a plus yeah but it's also just like there's something about just
0: like the hippie like song dynamic or yeah. song well i think ben has put it before he's like i don't really like like a ton of music that's made for like people on lsd or by people on yeah. lsd mm-hmm. because it Goes into these like places that
3: mm-hmm. it's unedited. It's yeah, like, it's like uh, yeah. I think like snippets can can really work well for that kind of thing.
0: Uh, I do have to mention the artwork is fucking rad. It, yeah, yes. it's so really really good. Dude, I, good. I looked
2: into, into Barney Bubbles's career. He he did so much cool stuff. A lot of stuff you'd recognize too. Yeah, uh, he, uh, people. I, I saw him one one place I was reading called him the founding father of album cover art yeah wow yeah, Barney Bubbles
1: is amazing it's a yeah, really good really album.
2: cool stuff yeah it's so, like do like a Google image search like Barney Bubbles art it's all cool and you'll recognize a lot of it
0: alright next time we'll be talking about John Kale Paris 1919 alright thanks y'all
2: I would rather the
3: firestorms of atmospheres than this cruel descent from a thousand years of dream into the starkness of the capsule, where two of our crews still lay suspended cool in their tombs of sleep. The nagging choirs of memory, the tubes and wires worming from their flesh to machinery, I would have to cut. Such midwifery is but one function of the leader here, floating in a sack of fluid, dark, a clear century of space away from us.